This edition of The Standard is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of The Stack World, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers, and this is The Leader. It's that time of year again. Over 40,000 runners will descend on the streets of the capital to take part in the London Marathon on Sunday. It's the first time since 2019 that the event is being held in spring, with the last few taking place in autumn due to COVID restrictions. Hundreds of thousands of spectators will scramble to get the best place along the 26.2-mile route to show their support. Amongst the 2023 participants is none other than the double gold medalist and Paralympic champion, Richard Whitehead, who will be running his 77th marathon. Richard is a double through-knee congenital amputee who runs on prosthetic blades and is currently also training for the Paris Paralympics 2024, where he'll compete in the 200 metres. He joins me now. London, as, as a city, has so many iconic events and London Marathon especially now it's back in in its original time is such a special event I'm not sure about this year but normally it's the weather's brilliant and it gets tens of thousands of people out on the streets uh, supporting the runners and their journeys from Greenwich to the finish and for me it's about that moment when you can actually be inspired by seeing other people going through the journey and through some of the challenges and obstacles on the road. And it's a free event as well. When we when we talk about sporting uh, success and, and sporting inspiration, it's in a stadium or it's in a velodrome or a swimming pool where this is on your roads and you can go out or lean out your window or or support your fellow friends or communities by just getting out there and experiencing what the London Marathon is really about. And it's about the coming together of people, a running community of all different ages, abilities, shapes, sizes, genders, religions, sexualities, and coming together as one to support each other to the finish. Do you have a favourite part of the route? it's always the it's always the finish (laughs) it's always the last couple of meters where you see the finish line now um i i think because i've done london marathon this will be my ninth time yeah you just kind of look out for like little things like the the bands that play on certain points of the course and cutty sark and 
the mall and going past some of the the packed restaurants and public houses that that people like shout like supportive messages at you and because the 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 real important thing about running the London Marathon, I always say this to uh, any new runner, is that as well as having your the charity or the reason why you're running on your vest, also having your name on your vest as well. Because when when you're in those kind of really dark moments where it is tough and you're struggling to continue, and all you're doing is putting one foot in front of the other, then obviously the general members of the public come into play then. They'll be shouting your name and shouting, come on, Richard. Or, and, and that's important because knowing that you've got a really enthusiastic, supportive group of people that want to see you successful. I know in this country at the moment, we hear about a lot of negative things around communities and what's happened within the economic environment. But London Marathon brings the best out of people and the opportunity to support Everybody on the roads of London is something that only really happens once a year. So I encourage everybody to get out there and support the runners. As you mentioned, this will be your ninth London Marathon. Are there any that stand out in your memory over the years for being particularly special or even particularly hard? I think, well, 26.2 miles is, is always a challenging distance. London will be my 20s sorry, 77th marathon. And within those 77, doing so many Londons has been, it's been a great opportunity to support those people that have supported my success, especially through the Paralympics. So probably uh, the London Marathon after London 2012, where I jogged the city in my gold blades, was something that I'll always remember because... Obviously, the visibility of disability sport was raised due to the Games and obviously names like myself and Ellie Simmons and Dave Weir were elevated to have that platform to support the next generation of of, uh, athletes, but also the inclusivity side. And um, it's important that, that when we talk about mass events such as the London Marathon, that we also and talk about the great opportunity for equality, diversity and inclusion. And that's what the, the the road community really does need to embrace, that it is fully inclusive and everybody should have the same platform moving forward. You're campaigning to increase disability categories in mass participation events. How does the London Marathon compare to other events of this nature when it comes to this? Some of the mass participation events are now open up their, their categories to have elite performance pathways so Boston for instance has a pathway for athletes that run with a physical disability I think it'd be great to do the same in London and for for London and Chicago New York Tokyo uh, etc to to follow that that Boston's obviously put out there I think um, for me it's it's a wider approach around diversity equality and inclusion I'm lucky enough that Sponsors like Nissan have really supported me in in guiding me regarding EDI and then having people like Adele Roberts as uh, equality ambassadors really does help uh, support my continual development as a as a person with, within equality and diversity. And um, we have actually a, a pride mile in the London Marathon, which really does encapsulate the LGBTQ plus community 
but it's not just for the LGBTQ plus community. It's for everybody, and it really does bring everybody together to support everybody's barriers and obstacles and, and remove some of those inequalities. Let's go to the ads. Stay there to hear more from Richard Whitehead on his work to make sport more inclusive for all and what will be waiting for him at the end of the London Marathon finish line. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Still with me is the double gold medalist and Paralympic champion, Richard Whitehead. On the day of a marathon or a big race, do you have any rituals that help you prepare? I think marathon runners have always got them. And whether they whether they think about it or not, especially after you've done multiple events, you you pick up things that you kind of just implement within your training. And I do that whether I'm on the track or on the road, especially around my preparation. So visualisation is a big one. So the night before, getting in the bath and kind of just thinking about, have I done everything that I need to? Just have a checklist of all the equipment I need because obviously because I've run with prosthetics, just making sure they're fit for purpose for the the challenges ahead and then kind of visualize the start line and what I'm going to be doing at 5k 10k 15k etc etc all the way to the finish but never really visualize crossing the finish line have that as a as an actual experience and visualization really helps me to calm myself down especially for big races whether it's in the Paralympics or a big marathon race but also kind of really gets the buzz around. I'm going to run the marathon tomorrow and it's going to be amazing. And after you finish the marathon or any other race, do you have a treat or anything after you finish? What's at the end of the finish line? Yeah, normally I, I kind of cut out like sugars and, and like really sweet food. So, so I'll, at the end of the race, I always say, just make sure I've got a beer at the end and then just some chocolate. I love chocolate. The opportunity to treat yourself as well is being an athlete is is sometimes quite sparse. So just embrace it, really. Don't have one chocolate bar, have five. Don't have one pint, have five. <laughs> Your charity, the Richard Whitehead Foundation, does some incredible work to help sport become more inclusive. Just run us through some of the things that you're working on at the moment. So the Richard Whitehead Foundation, is its mission is to enable disabled people's ambitions. And through the partnership with Nissan, we've got a project called the Possibilities Project, 
And that's a fantastic project that provides young people that haven't got the the ability to be more physically active, prosthetics, that enables them to have that platform for success, whether that's physically within sport, mentally, or outside of that area. So a really holistic approach, which is really important to me. But um, the foundation itself has a remit across the UK and supports disabled people and their communities to be more inclusive. And the important thing around the work that we do is we don't leave anybody behind. One of the real important projects that we've got up and coming at the moment is a guide programme. And we're looking to change the name. It won't be called a guide programme. But basically, it's supporting disabled people in their running journeys. And when you see a marathon, like hopefully a lot of you will see on Sunday, you'll see a lot of people that are the other side of the fence. And those people that are on the other side of the fence are from minority groups, and whether that's from a disability minority group or not. Now, with our programme, we're wanting to get more of those individuals on the other side of the fence, more physically and mentally active, and participating in whether it's running events or whether it's uh, other events, just to get the, the benefits of these activities and events. And those benefits are not all physical. They're, they're social. You're, you improve your social groups mentally. And for me, the programme encapsulates bringing the running community, which is vast and large, together with minority groups to guide them through the journey of that race or that event. So we've, we're developing a programme and that programme will support disabled people from the start to the finish and all their needs and get more disabled people physically active through these running events. We need to do more in the UK with our running events and with our minority groups to have an impact on their mental and physical health. And we'll have a sustained impact on the communities like the NHS because more people will be in employment and more people will be physically active that have disabilities. You can find out more about the London Marathon on our... Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Website standard.co.uk. And that's it from the leader. This podcast is back on Monday at 4 p.m. <laughs>